Hello and welcome to Broken Book Glorious. I'm Chris Lappin. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Dougie Matthews. How are you doing this afternoon, Dougie? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. You surviving lockdown? It's brilliant. Uh, yeah, um, just about um, just um, trying to stay stay track of things, you know, physically and yeah. um, wrestling and that. So um, missing being in the ring. So um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm doing all right. It's a pleasure to be on today. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Have you been binging any series you can recommend to the listeners? Or... Um, I'm not been binging any series. Um, no, not really. No. Um, <laughs> it's just been it's just been wrestling, really, mate. Yeah. Um, it's just been watching wrestling, just keeping up with that, watching stuff that I haven't watched um, in ages or even ever. I was watching um, WCW uh, for the first time like oh, wow. two days ago, first yeah. time ever. Um, and it was it was quite the experience because I've never never really known anything. I've never really seen anything. But um, yeah, they had some good stuff. That's some crap as well. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, of course they had some they, they had some shit stuff as well. I, I would, but, um, I would recommend know. looking up the Mega Powers versus the Alliance to kill destroy Hulkamania. It's no. a, it's a, tri- a triple level cage split into, <laughs> split into six rooms and then Hulk Hogan. Have to defeat two men at each. Bloody hell! <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it must have been awful being in the arena to watch it because they put it in one corner. So if you got the arena, you wouldn't be able to see a thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh bloody hell! I feel sorry for the fans. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Um, my favorite wrestler at the moment. Yeah, growing up. Um, growing up. Yeah. Um. Oh, there's there's so many. Um, I think I'd have to say Jeff Hardy, um, mm. just because um, growing up, um, I, I'm I'm not the only one to say this. I'm sure a couple of mates can say the same as well, and many fans around the world can say as well. Yeah, Jeff Hardy was just so cool. Do you know what I mean? Back in like 2008, like that time, he was just, he, well back in back in the early 90s as well. He was abs- no sorry, the late 90s. He was mint. Yes. Um, he was just so cool. Everything that he did. Um, I'm actually well. I met him in 2010 because oh, I went wow. to go and watch the DNA event in um, Universal Studios, and my dad brought brought me a um, a, a meet and greet with him. And I've got the picture here right now. It's just sat on my desk. It's just sat on my desk, and it'll yeah. never leave me, mate. Honestly, oh, wow. it was a great moment as a young fan. But yeah, it was just. Jeff Hardy was just so different to the rest of them. Um, he just had that different. He just had that different attitude to everything. He was just. He was just no care. He just literally. He'd just do anything. Do you know what I mean? He'd do yeah, anything definitely. to get over. And honestly, mate, it's well. He got over with me very much. So um, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I, I found it all the all the wrestlers were early late teens, early teenage twenties. Uh, it's either Rey Mysterio or Jeff Hardy have been their favourite wrestlers every time. So. Yeah, yeah, mate. It's that generation, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I, I, I heard in another interview, you didn't start off as a WWE fan, you started off as a TNA fan, was that correct? Yes, um, it was. Um, I'm, I'm pro- I, I mentioned that to um, Steve Palmer when I was on his podcast. Yes. Um and um, I did start off as a TNA fan. Um, it was the first thing. It was the first thing that I ever watched, as far as I can remember, anyway. Um, it was the first stuff that I ever watched. 
and I remember I remember watching it and it was just being absolutely insane um, because it was it was at the time 2006 2007 when you know all the big names started coming in like Sting, Bucky yes. T, Kurt Angle. So it was at a really high time in professional wrestling. TNA was, and um, honestly, it was it was just such a good watch at that time as well. But it is a shame. Obviously, they're still going now, but it was just so much better back then. Honestly, it was it was unreal. Yeah, that's two thousand five to two thousand eight. One of theirs was amazing. Oh yeah, mate, definitely. That that those three years were just incredible, mate. Yeah, it was. It was, it was I really enjoyed it right up until Hulk Hogan got and then yeah. it kind of felt a bit to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So. I think I think that's when I went to it. It wasn't long after Hulk Hogan got well came into DNA um, when I went to go and watch um, it live at Universal. Yes, um, Hulk Hogan was there as well, wow. and honestly, mate, see, seeing a Hulk Hogan live was just abs- honestly, mate, uh, it I can't. It, I'm speechless to how I can describe it. It yeah. was just mad, honestly. <laughs> so what prompted you to do the tights and get into the ring? Obviously, I, I started wrestling how most people did, just watching it, watching it when I was younger. I was playing football at the time. Yeah. Um, I was playing uh, I was playing football um, for like junior junior teams um, and um, like a semi-pro academy for my, um, for my local club. Yes, and um, I just started. I started not enjoying it anymore because I played as a goalkeeper. You see, yeah, and um, they get a lot of stick off the team. So, um, so I didn't really like that side of things. So um, I decided, right, okay, um, let's try something different. There was a wrestling school ten minutes from where I live. It was the Britannia Wrestling Promotions North Wales Wrestling Dojo Training School. Yeah, so. Um, I went. I went down there, and um, my first my first session. I remember it. I remember it like hell. Um, <laughs> it was it was Dan Evans and um, Scott Overman, the Merseyside Mercenary Squad. Yes, they took they took my first ever session. Oh, nice. And ever since then, um, I've looked up to Dan. I've looked up to Lewis, and and what they're doing on the independence right now um, is just top notch. Oh, and. Um, but yeah, I remember it. I remember it very well. Uh, and well, Scott Oakman taught me how to bump and um, taught me the basic tackle wrestling. And then um, I remember Dan Evans getting me to do some arm drags and getting me rolling and stuff. So um, and ever since, ever since then, that's when I knew I just wanted to do it. And then um, I think, and then my my second session was with the Babyface Pitbull, um, yeah. who's um, who's been a mentor. Ever since I started, um, I've had the privilege of working with him a couple of times, and hopefully it won't be the last. And um, I think th- those first two sessions, I-, I just fell in love with the sport, and it just it just went from there. Um, honestly, mate, it's the best decision that I've ever made, hands down. They always say if you can survive your first session, then yeah, it's made. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've I've watched the. Or mercenary squad for must be about three improved so much, especially oh, yeah, man. Scott's character work over like eighteen months has just come on so well. It's amazing. It's, oh yeah, incredible. Yeah. Honestly, brilliant. I always thought he was good in the ring. But that, this feud he's had with Cameron Solos over the last eighteen just brought something out of him. It's just yeah. Um, I was, well, I I was there for the um 
was it the last man standing match? Yes. That they had. Um, I was there. Um, well, that wasn't family well, show at, friendly. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, at that show, well, at that show, um, it was when me, me and me and Joey Marcus and Hipple, um attacked Paradox, and it didn't yes. really go very well. But um, but honestly, watching that match, um, the last man standing match, um, they 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 tore the house down. Um, the stuff that they did, the um, because there was a lot of stuff that they did in that match that I that. Honestly, I'd probably hesitate to do it at this point. Yes. Because there was just so much stuff that just just felt absolutely painful. Yeah, definitely. But you know, um, honestly, um, that's but that's that's the goal of the that that's the goal of a match like that to do crazy stuff. Obviously, to get that reaction, they've done their job very well. Yeah, it's, it's um, it's yeah, very... it was it was incredible. So, Matthew. You... More expect to see on like a TNT show rather than a Vessel Island show, but it's just it'll so, oh yeah, so definitely, good. definitely, and that's and TNT. That's one thing that I really need to get down to. Um, yeah. I've recently just turned eighteen, so I'm actually allowed to go to oh, the wow. shows. Oh that, Liam. But, <laughs> but yeah, honestly, mate, um, I'd love I'd love to go to any TNT show because honestly, the stuff that they're doing now, I'd say. I'd say if not, they're they're the best company in Britain at the minute because yeah. they're killing it. Honestly, the work that Jay and Kieran are doing, um, honestly, next level, man. And this thing with CW um, as well. Yes, I are oh, mate. Inc- incredible work, man. Honestly, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so was Jeff Hardy who you wanted to kind of mold your style around when you started training? <laughs> to be honest. Um, are you? Yeah, to be fair. Um, oh, mate, going back to it now. Um, I remember this one time, and this is probably the only time that I can remember having Jeff Hardy's stuff in in my actual style. Yes. <laughs> um, I think it was my first. I think it was my first um, like tour around because basically Britannia Wrestling do um, carnivals. They go around North Wales yes, stuff, doing yeah. all the carnivals. Mm-hmm. I remember. Um, I remember, I think it was in a place called Langevny, um, which is up in Anglesey. And um, I remember hitting this really sweet Swanton bomb. Yeah. And honestly, mate, um, the height that I got off it was unreal as well. It was pretty, honestly, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't have, um, I couldn't, I couldn't hit it any better yes. than that. And it, it's quite ironic because from that, from that day on, um, I started missing the swans on every time that I was doing it. Yeah. So I was like, right, okay, I think I think that's enough for that. <laughs> because I just kept on missing it. I kept on missing it and it was really annoying me. But um but yeah, I think that was the only I think that was the only thing really um that I that, that I interpreted into my into my style when yeah. I was when I was starting out. Did you have an idea of a character you wanted to be when you started doing Oh, absolutely not. No. Um, when when I when I started wrestling, I was um, I was wrestling under my actual name. Um, but then, um, yeah, the character. To be fair, just talking to you now, I still don't really have a clue what I want to do <laughs> with my character. Um, I have I have a little idea. Yes, but um, it's going to take quite a while, I think, to get it to get it to work. 
But um, I, I'm developing it. I am developing it. I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, when I was when I was younger, um, starting out, it was just my 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 actual name. Um, just just being an arsehole, really. But, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> there we are. <laughs> I, was say, I can't believe you're 18. I've been, we've been watching the Tanya all morning, just catching up on stuff. That's, that's, um, yeah, man. I thought you always got a slight um, obsession I, with Paradox, so yeah. it just loves I anything. I turned 18 about, um, is it is it the 6th today? Yes. Um, I, well, I turned 18 on the 20th of April, wow. so um, it, hasn't, it hasn't been that long. Um, <laughs> But yeah, um, I'm I'm quite a young dude, but um, I've got a back like a 65 year old. <laughs> I'm tell you that when I was 18. Bumping, <laughs> when I was 18, it was actually when the Hardy Boys style was in style with combat pants and uh, yeah. t-shirts and horrible big I know the, re- I know the reason why I've got I've got a little bit of a bad back now because of all them swantons that I kept missing. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> So take us back to your first match. What do you remember about it in hindsight? Did you enjoy it? Uh, oh, my first match, honestly. Um, it was it was a carnival with Britannia Wrestling again. Yeah. Um, it was, I think I was a year into training, I think. Uh, yes, I, I was. I was a year into training and it was in, it was in Anglesey again. It was, um, it was in a place called Menai Bridge and it was... Um, it was in a school car park. It was. Oh wow! <laughs> and um, yeah, it was a school car park. And um, if I'm if I remember correctly, um, it was just called David Hughes, and that's where like some of the Welsh footballers went to school. Like I think Neil Taylor went there. Wayne Hennessy went there. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, so that was that was it, it's pretty cool um, to wrestle in in a place where. You know, some of my older idols as a football fan and an aspiring footballer when I was like 11, 12. Yes. It, it was cool. But, um, but yeah, um, it was in it was in a school car park and um, it was against a lad called Callum Stock. Um, it yeah. was, uh, I remember, I remember it so well because it wasn't, it wasn't a long match. It was about a four minute match. But one thing that I really remember from that match is um, is every single strike that I threw at Callum Stock was stiff yes as hell oh. honestly yeah. um, literally I-, I felt so bad after it as well because obviously you're meant to be keeping each other safe in there yes. you can be a hard hitter but you need to be safe but I was just uh, honestly mate it was uh, I felt so bad after it and you, I'm, looking, I'm looking back on it I haven't watched that match in years but um, I think looking back on it now, I could I could probably tell me I needed to lighten up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I but yeah. Thankfully now I think um, I think I'm getting better at strikes, and I, I I've always said this to to anyone who I talk to talk about with strikes. I think strikes are probably one of the hardest things to master in wrestling because. Um, because there's a certain line, isn't there, between getting it, getting them absolutely perfect, yes, then being, and then there's two sides of it, either being too weak or too stiff. And um, honestly, mate, they're so difficult to get correct. But I feel like I'm on the right path to getting them, to getting them, you know, to an acceptable, acceptable standard now. But um, 
yeah, um, they were always always hard. They, they were always hard to do, um, yes. and especially in my <laughs> oh mate, no, it, it was so it was so bad. Honestly, every single strike, and I, I, that's no that's no hyperbole either. Every single strike I threw was was stiff as hell. Oh. <laughs> was, he another so, tra- um, was he another trainee like you? Um, Callum was another trainee. Um, yeah. I think at that point, Callum was Callum was kind at that point. Callum was kind of in the same situation as I am now, getting yeah. getting on Britannia shows. Um, he, he was probably the same age as me. Um, he was. It was him and Ben Evans. It was they. They had a little thing. Yes. Going. They were. Um, they were just. They were just about ready to start getting on the shows and stuff. And um, but yeah, me and Callum. Um, yeah, Cal- Callum was a good guy, man. Um, he was talented as hell. I don't know what happened, but um, yeah, he just, I just, he, I just, he probably just wasn't as passionate as he was for it anymore, and he, yeah. um, he decided to um, to do something else, and that's that's absolutely cool. But um, to every every single moment that I had in the ring with him, whether it's training or on a carnival, you know, well, apart from that first match, obviously. But um, every moment since since that match um, that we had in the ring, they, it was fun moments, man. So um, you know, he, he was he was a good guy. So yes. okay. it's all good. Ahoy, scallywags around the world, and this is the Pirate Prince Joey Marcus, the natural born scallywag, and you are listening to Broken but Glorious. Right, so you're a member of the Scally Lads. <laughs> yes, so, I am. Yeah, tell us a bit about the history of the team. Where did you meet Marcus and uh, Joey Marcus? Um, Ma- Marcus was um, he was a trainee as well. Um, I think I think I was about I want to say I was two years in when he when he started. It was either a year and a half, two years. Yeah. And um, when he started, he was um, he was a very quiet guy. I have to admit, when he started. He was quite a quiet guy, but when but when he had when he had the opportunities come to him, um, he got more and more confident by the day. Yes, and um, and honestly, he's gr- he's grown up to be an absolute sound lad. Um, he's um, well, I'm enjoying t- well, obviously, at the moment. I've enjoyed working with him in the past. Um, I've mentioned obviously Britannia carnivals. Me and Joey actually had um, a couple of tag matches together on Britannia Carnivals um, about three years ago. So um, you know, it was um, it's it's pretty mental now how how it's gotten to the point where me and um, me and Joey are um, most likely going to be tagging again um, on actual shows this time. Yeah. So um, it's brilliant. It was quite. Um, mi- I'd be I'd be lying if um, if I did, if I didn't say me and Joey um, didn't have beef in the past because we did. Yeah. Um, me and Joey, um, it was it was a competition sort of thing. It was um, it was around the time where um, Britannia Wrestling had their annual awards ceremony. It was the end of every year, and um, obviously. Um, as trainees, um, the one that you want to go for is trainee of the year. They had it, and um, they had it every year. Yeah. Um, I got, I got trainee of the year in 2016. I want to say, um, joined with a joint with another lad um, wow. who doesn't wrestle anymore. Um, but um, I wanted to get it twice in a row, 
and um, me and Joey would just um, we just try and outdo each other um, <laughs> every single week in the dojo. Yeah, and um, it did get to the point where um, it just got a little bit it just got a little bit ugly, and we started falling out, and we started um, having arguments and stuff. Oh, but um, but to be fair, I think. If it wasn't for them, um, I don't think we'd be where we are now. Um, we're much better mates, um, and we're tagging again, which is brilliant. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've got to say about um, about Joey, really. But um, honestly, um, I'm I'm proud of how um, how far he's come as a person and a performer, and it's just brilliant to be tagging with him again. So um, Joey's actually sent us some questions for you. So. I know, um, I know he has. Um, I I took a little sneak peek on the um, Wrestle Island fan forum group today, yeah. and there must have been there must have been about five or six, surely. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, we'll start with the first one. So, what are the top three teams you, you want the Scally lads to face? Oh bloody hell! Um, that is such. That's such a tough question. Actually, no. Now I've thought about it, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, at the moment, um, if we're if we're doing realistic sort of tag teams here, um, yeah, I'd say um, me and Joey, um, we've always wanted to wrestle Connor Klein and RJ Silver in a tag team match ever since this yes. whole Wrestle Island thing started. Um, so, Paradox would be one. Yeah. Um, if, you, if, you go, also, if we go back to the, um, Wrestle Island, you you two are like the unofficial leaders of the you know, fans. It seems. <laughs> oh mate, um, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, honestly, um, it was brilliant. Like going to Wrestle Island shows and stuff. It was brilliant. Um, I've still got um, I've still got the cone that, <laughs> I, that I brought. Um, it literally it sits it sits like my bedroom. Right, you walk in. And you open the door, it's literally staring right at you from the other side of the room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so I've still I've still got it. Um obviously I'm not I've told myself I'm not allowed to bring the cone to any other any other live event anymore because it's um <laughs> it's obviously split Rhino's head open and at the same time it knocked out RJ Silver's tooth as well. Yeah. <laughs> so um he's he's staying at home from now on. Unfortunately, but you know um, that's how it is. But um, the um, it was honestly every time that we've been down to Wrestle Island, it was brilliant. Yeah, um, but yeah, pa- paradoxes. Um, Paradox is one of the teams that we really want to face. Um, as well, obviously, we're we're mates with these two at the minute in storyline terms. But I think one day, um, me and Zach would love to um, tag team against the Dogs of War. Oh yes. Um, Dave and Dave and Pipple, um, possibly for the tag titles. Um, that's a goal that me and Zach would really want, really want to achieve. Um, and another team um, I mentioned them before as being um, being there since day one for me, the Merseyside Mercenary Squad. Yes, oh. um, definitely. I I would love that match to happen. But if I if I was to give you one team in the entire world that me and Joey would want to face someday, the Grizzled Young Veterans. Oh wow! Yeah, I can see definitely. That. <laughs> um, the um, the stuff that they're doing at the moment on NXT NXT UK is just second to none. Um, it, they just bring a totally different game to tag team wrestling. It's the stuff that they do, I've I haven't seen anyone do. 
So it's honestly that that would be a dream come true for me and Joey. But um, but for 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 the next five years or so, um, we we definitely want Paradox, Dogs of War, and um, the Mercenary Squad. Oh, imagine that's a fate for a four way four corners match for the championship that we made. <laughs> oh bloody hell, four corners! Oh, that would be that would absolutely oh, that would be crazy. That would like because um, a normal tag team match. Um, to be fair, I, I find them quite difficult to plan as well. Tag team matches, but a four corner match, bloody hell, don't even go there. <laughs> uh, he said, "Would you like to adopt Alpha Kid with him?" Would I want to adopt Alpha Kid with him? He's annoying. He is an annoying kid, but I love him to bits. Um, honestly, um, obviously Alpha Kid being another one of our trainees, um, he's just, honestly, he's just the funniest kid you could ever meet. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's just, he's just so lively all the time. Like, I, I don't think I've met a, a person that's more positive than him. Oh wow! Um, honestly, um, he's brilliant and he's funny. Um, adopting him, um, adopting him would be a little bit too far. I don't think I'd be able to put up with him um, every day of my life. But you know, ah, <laughs> uh, um, no, probably not. <laughs> um, what does Dougie want the Scally lads to do next at Wrestle Island? What do I want to do next at Wrestle Island? Yes. Um, there's a few things, but um, I think one thing that I really that I'd really want to push for at the minute is an eight-man tag between um, the Scally Lads and the Dogs of War. The Dogs of War versus um, all four members of Paradox. Oh yes, definitely. That's um, that's something that me and Joey, well, we want to push for at the minute. Um, but as well, I'd love to um, be in a normal tag match with Connor and RJ. Um, and at the same time with Wrestle Island, um, just just to wrestle for, for them is just absolutely mental. So yeah. just a map would be even brilliant. Do you know that it would be mental for me and Joey. I'd say you're young enough to probably be in the prospect tournament next year. That's that's something that would be pretty cool as well. Yeah, is it? Um, it would be. It would be pretty awesome to be in that. But um, obviously. And me and Joey, we, we've known about Russell Island for a while, and to um, to actually be involved now, um, it it's special for both of us. Like every every promoter that gets in con- in contact with us, who wants to book us, um, honestly, it just means so much to us. Uh, so his last question is: um, Are you going after the Alpha Gen title again? Am I going after? Oh, of course I am. Of course I am. Um, obviously, Chase Alexander screwing me over a little bit, um, cashing in and then losing the title. Yeah. The second time to um, to pin me one to three. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I'd love to get that title back again one day. And to be honest, it's an absolute. It's a good-looking title as well, man. It the is, championship yeah. belt is just absolutely stunning, man. So um, that's that's part of the reason why I want it back again. But um, but yeah, um, I'll be going for it again, hopefully sooner rather than later. Cool. Then I've asked the Wrestle Island Facebook fan group some questions as well. So Mike Angus really wants to know 
Um, will you be able to swim 25 metres? Um, right. This is um, this is quite painful to um to actually say, but um, obviously my my local swimming pool um has closed down. Um, the Rill Sun Centre oh, as well um is quite... closed down as wow. well at the minute. Um, oh, yeah, I, was, yeah. I thought you meant to close so, um, so obviously. So obviously, I haven't been able I haven't been able to swim for a while, no. um, and I'm not going to lie. Um, I've kind of I've kind of forgotten how to um, how to do stuff. Um, I got my 10 meter badge. Yeah. Um, pretty much, I got it the day before the triple threat match between me, um, Jack, and Chase. Oh wow! But um, everything I, I've I've kind of forgotten it now. Um, so whether I'll be able to swim in five meters when I get back to it. Um, it will be it will be a challenge, but um, but yeah, um, Mad Dog twenty five meters is coming very soon, and I will send you a picture of the badge and the certificate, yeah, as well. So um, it's it very soon, hopefully. Ian Jones asks, what are you scared of most, armbands or rubber rings? Armbands or rubber rings? Um, what am I scared of most? Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think. I think they're both as scary as each other, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, that, that's all I'm going to say. Ian's last question is, who is your wrestling hero? My wrestling hero? Um, I have wrestling heroes. Um, I look up to every NXT UK superstar. Yeah. Um, because, um, obviously, they're the, first, they're the first batch of British wrestlers to... Um, to go through the WWE really um, as as a roster, um, I look up to them a lot. Um, I think what they're doing right now is brilliant. Um, it's great for the country and it's great for the sport of British wrestling. And um, watching them on TV and watching them live as well, I went to, I went to both takeovers in Blackpool. Oh wow! Um, watching watching them live, honestly, mate, it's um, it's bloody brilliant. And um, yeah, they're. They're all the role models, really. But um, if I was to give you, if I was to give you one that wasn't the NXT UK roster, um, it'd either it'd have to be either Bret Hart or The Rock. Yes. Um, because the the reason why um, the reason why The Rock's one of my hero, heroes is because obviously um, he made he was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But at the same time, he's making a living out of movies and stuff and um, I'm, I happen to be studying performing arts and drama in college at the moment oh wow yeah. um, so um, you know to um, for The Rocks to make a living out of both that is something that I would absolutely love to do make a living out of professional wrestling and acting at the same time um, but obviously I know the amount of work that I've got to put into that as well so um, it's going to be it is going to be a tough road but um I'll just have to, I'll just have to keep pushing through and um, just do everything to the best of my ability. And um, Bret Hart as well. The reason why he's one of my heroes is because um, this. Well, I only decided this quite recently because um, I was watching. I was watching quite a lot of Bret's stuff. Yeah. Um, from the nineties, whether it's the sixty-minute Iron Man match, whether it's um, Bret versus Owen at WrestleMania ten, um, the King of Ring tournament in two thousand in nineteen ninety-three. Um, I think anything that Bret Hart had in the 90s, um, I just love to watch because um, he was 
he was one of the most technically sound wrestlers um, oh, to have ever really. Um, and I'm I'm very much a fan of the British wrestling and technical wrestling style. Um, and um, obviously, I've been training with um, British wrestling legend Marty Jones for about nine months now. Oh wow! And um, I kind of really got to grips with the British technical wrestling style um, when I started training with him, and I've been a lot more interested in it. And um, I've had seminars with people like Johnny Sane, um, CJ Banks, Dean Allmark, and um, all the great technical wrestlers in Britain um, yeah. from the past and and the present day now. And I'm just, um, it's just a brilliant, brilliant style of wrestling. Um, it's just incredible what some of these guys can do. Um, like Johnny Sane was brilliant as um, you'd, because um, you'd get in the ring, you'd do a bit of, you, you'd just work, you'd just wrestle. And um, he'd stop you and he'd say, right, that was abs- that was that was fine, but here's something else. Yeah. And it would be ten a ta- hundred times simpler as what you'd do. And you wouldn't even think of it. Do oh, you know wow. what I mean? Yes, yeah. It, um, honestly, it was bloody... That, that seminar with Johnny Saint was... Um, it was something else. Um, I learned a lot on that day. Um, and I've had seminars with Marty in the past. Um, well, with with Marty, um, me and me and Joey Marcus, we went to a um, we went to a seminar with Fusion Pro Wrestling up in Flandidno. Yes, and um, that was a seminar with Marty. Um, we uh, Marty pulled Marty pulled us to one side and he said, "You guys should come down to my gym one day." And that's exactly what we did. Um, we went down and we absolutely loved it. Oh, man. And, um, and then a couple of months later, we were um, we were putting a tag team match against Tom and Mark Billington, the dynamic oh, duo. Wow. Yeah. And um, I think I think that match in itself as well, because we um, we talked about the Scally lads um, earlier on, mm-hmm. that match against Tom and Mark was kind of the buzz that we wanted more of this. We wanted more of tag team wrestling together as a team. And um, we just wanted big things. That was the buzz that we wanted to start tagging again. Amazing. But, um, but yes, um, the British... Re- but Sorry, I'm going a bit off topic here. Right. But, um, the British wrestling style um, <laughs> with Bret Hart and stuff, um, honestly, it was brilliant. Fantastic. Uh, Mazza Rage Sikora asks, uh, how, big is your, <laughs> how big is your ego? <laughs> <laughs> oh bloody hell um, it's an inside joke yeah. <laughs> that we all have um, it's a, it's an inside joke um, all I can say Mazza it's totally out of control mate that's all I can say that's all I can say <laughs> and then Graham Fisher um, what was the match you saw that made you think I'm going to be what was the match that I saw that made me want to be a wrestler? Yeah. Um, Jesus. Um, Oh, there's so many, but... Oh, that's that's, that's a question too hard to answer. (laughs) Um, I think... um, I, I don't think I'd be able to give you a match I know I answer in an event, not a match. It's too a match is too difficult. Um, it was Royal Rumble two thousand and nine. Um, 
that I don't know why that came out of my memory then, but um, I just remember watching Royal Rumble 2009, absolutely loving the hell out of it. Um, obviously, that was um, that was when Matt Hardy turned on Jeff. Yeah. Um, and Orton won the Rumble, and, and that that was when Shawn Michaels and JBL had a thing going as well. And honestly, that that entire show, watching it back to this day, I still love it. I don't know why it was just so cool. Um, but Royal Rumble 2009 was kind of when I realised that I wanted I wanted to do it. Yeah, it's a great match. John Cena versus JBL had um, Edge versus Jeff Hardy as well. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, great brilliant show. matches. Uh, finally, this question was sent to us on the BBG Wrestling Messenger. So, Sam Owen uh, asks, top three single matches you want in Fusion Pro? Top three singles matches that I want in Fusion Pro Wrestling? Yes. Um, well, I'll, 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 put this one, I'll put this one right here um, because I think, re- I think really fondly of this man. Um, I'd love Dougie Matthews versus Pastor Everett Teague. Yes. Um, he was made he made two um, he made two appearances on Britannia wrestling shows. Um, I know him better as Owen Roberts. Um, I I continue to think about this guy because um, I think he's he's absolutely brilliant. Um, his his character and the way he speaks and the way he gets over in promos, I I I haven't seen anyone else do. Yeah. Um, I think he's his character work is absolutely spot on. Um, he is by the week training at Britannia Wrestling. He's improving. Um, he's improving every single week that I see him. And um, obviously, Everett Teague is originally a Fusion Pro guy. Um, so I'd love to work him in a one-on-one match on any show because he's just absolutely bloody brilliant. I think. Um, Was he in the? Another, uh... He was in the Britannia Rumble this year. He was. He was in the Britannia Rumble and um, he interrupted in um, Sonna Dirksen and Joe Bolton's match at the last show. Um, but both of them times, I think he absolutely killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, in, the Rumble, in the Rumble, he came out shouting to the absolute top of his, bo- to yes. the top of his voice about all this religious stuff and then going in and kicking ass, just hitting a load of moves on Ryan Joey. Honestly, I I was in the back and I was just like, go on, lad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it was just um he killed it. And the same with um the same with Sonner and Joe's match. He um he cut one hell of a promo and he did his job very well. But yeah, um Dougie Matthews with his pastor ever fatigue in at Fusion Pro is one that I really want. Um who else is there? Dougie Matthews versus um, Alfie Brooks is another one. Um, Alfie Brooks is um, is one of the younger um, talents of the um, of the North Wales wrestling scene. Yeah, um, I interviewed him on Friday. I have to, I have to admit, he's um, he's a talent. Yeah, um, he's bloody brilliant. He's a sound guy as well. His um, <clears throat> his stuff in the ring is just. Um, He's a brilliant wrestler, um, and I'd love to. I'd love to face him one on one, and um, one more. Um, who um, I'd love to. Um, I'd love to work um, a lad called um, Scott Dorgan again. Um, he's better off known as Reinhardt in Infusion Pro. Yeah. Um, I worked him 
last year in the summer and it was one of my favourite matches that I ever had for Fusion Pro and I'd love to do it again with him. Um, it was it was a fantastic match. Um, I enjoyed every second of it. So they're three matches that I would want in Fusion Pro. This is the Playboy Prince of Professional Wrestling, Lance Rivera, and you are listening to the number one wrestling podcast, Broken But Glorious. Right, uh, last question. So we have discussed the uh, Wrestle Island Britannia Wrestling Feud currently. So if you're the promoter of a Britannia versus a Wrestle Island show, I'll give you a match type, and if you tell me who from Wrestle Island and Britannia you wanted that match. So if I was so if I was to book a Britannia versus Wrestle Island show, yes. So it'd be because I asked this to Joey, so it'd be interesting to contrast your shows. We'll say an else. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, who would be on your opening contest to get the crowd excited? It would be my opening contest. Yes. These two, um, these two being really experienced, both of them could put on a, an absolute cracker for the um, for the opening match because obviously the opening match is quite important because you've got to get the crowd absolutely ready for the rest of the show, yes. and um, you've got to put on a really good match. So, um, my opening match for a Britannia versus Wrestle Island show would be Dylan Roberts against Warren Banks. Oh, wow. That's a hard-hitting match to start um, off. <laughs> due to the fact that, obviously, um, I've, I've known Dylan for a while. Dylan took one of, my, um, one of my earlier sessions in Britannia, and I've seen a lot of his work, obviously, being a younger Britannia wrestling fan mm-hmm. um, to um, watching, watching his work now from the back with all the lads. And... Um, Honestly, um, I don't know how that guy isn't signed. Um, no. Obviously, maybe that's not what he wants, but um, but I, I honestly I don't know why how he's not signed. Um, Dylan Roberts is just incredible, um, and Warren Banks. Um, I've only seen Warren Banks wrestle a couple of times, but um, what I've seen what I've seen is stuff's pretty mint. Yeah, it is. And. Um, I saw I sort of see similarities in um, in their styles, Dylan and um, Dylan and Warren. So um, I think they put on a really good um, really good opening match. Amazing. <laughs> what if we had like a Alpha Gen versus Prospects? Oh yeah, that bit that that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Who would I have in that match? Yes. Um, I'd have to um, out of the Alpha Gen lads. Um, Alpha Gen versus um, Russell Allen prospects. Uh, oh yes, um, I've got one for this. Um, a slight tweak on it, I'd have it for the Alpha Gen title. Yes, okay. Um, I'd have Chase Alexander versus Harry McKenney. Oh wow, it's a champion versus champion. Yeah, um, wow. I'd have uh, because obviously, I think um, I think it would be one of them matches where they just kick the living hell out of each other. <laughs> Um, because um, I think they're both very hard-hitting lads. I've heard from both sides. Um, I've heard from other people that they're both very hard-hitting. Yeah. Um, so um, I think to have them in one, to have them into one match, um, it'd be pretty cool. And and obviously Chase Alexander, I've worked with him um, a couple of times, and um, he's brilliant. And um, obviously Harry McKenney, I've seen some of his stuff. I've trained with Harry McKenney. I went down to RWA once. I need to get back down there again, though. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I think um, them two would be um, a pretty a pretty good match. Oh, that would be a great match. Yeah. 
I think uh, I, I still can't believe that Harry Kenny's only seventy. He's gonna be sick when he's yes, it's unreal. Three twenty-four. He's an unreal professional wrestler. He's brilliant. So, uh, what about comedy match? Oh, com- comedy match. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I think um, I think I'll have to put Matthew Brooks in from um, from yes. Wrestle Island side. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, oh, but who who from Britannia's side? Um, I that that's a tough one. Um, like, what do you oh, think? No, that's, that's, that's very tough. How do you think? We could talk about the bog roll on a pole match. <laughs> I've got a roll on a pole, bloody hell. Uh, I have to admit, though, that's, that's been everywhere at the minute. Yeah. The toilet roll on a pole, honestly. Um, and um, I still need, I, I still actually need to watch that match. I haven't yet. Yeah, but I watched But um, I, I will definitely watch it. Um, um now you've mentioned that, I think um, I think that Matthew Brooks versus Lance Rivera would be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think um, if I'm right, Lance has done a couple of uh, a few comedy comedy gimmicks, um, a few comedy matches um, throughout his time, and I think um, obviously with Matthew Brooks and um, obviously big well, big guns Joe at the minute, um, I'm absolutely loving what he's doing. Yeah, um, the whole opera, the whole opera gimmick. Um, it's just, it's it's funny as hell, man. <laughs> and um, yeah, I I think I think that would be probably the the best match that you're going to get comedic wise between. Um, I would say Joey, but um, I need to save him for something else. Yes. Okay. So um, <laughs> it'd be it'd be Lance and Lance and Matty Brooks. Okay. Um, what about an intergender match? So if we go for a, a lady from. Russell Island versus a guy from Britannia. An intergender match. Yeah. Um, um, that's also a tough one. Um, oh, I'd probably have to say Alexis Falcon. Yes. Oh, this is brilliant. Yeah. This is fucking brilliant. Um, right. Um, obviously, this lad, um, this lad was one of the eight um, that was in the the inaugural Alpha Gen Championship tournament. Yes. Um, I had him in the first round. I'd put Alexis Falcon against JJ Webb. Oh wow! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> no explanation needed. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So, um, hardcore stroke extreme rules type match. Right. Um, I would say RJ Silver, but um, but obviously if you if you mention tag matches, I'll have to save him for something else. Yes. Um, I would say I'd say Ryan Lloyd could put up a pretty decent decent extreme deathmatch style match. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see. Um, yeah, to be fair, I'd like to see him versus Scott Overman. Wow, because yeah. obviously Scott being um, Scott be, having that match with Cameron, um, he's proved that he can belong in that in that style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think that I think that Ryloid and Scott Oberman would be pretty decent. A brutal match. Yes, definitely. <laughs> right, I think this is the match you've been waiting for. Then, so your tag team title match. 
tag team title match. Yes. Um, it'd probably have to be me and Joey against um, Connor and RJ. <laughs> um, if uh, if I'm if I'm br- if I'm brutally honest with myself, um, yeah, yeah um, it's it's one that I'd absolutely love to have. Obviously, I wouldn't put myself over because mm-hmm. um, I'm not like that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, just wrestling um, Connor, Klein, and RJ um, would be would be brilliant for me and Joey. So yeah. I'd I'd do everything to make that happen, including booking myself <laughs> to <laughs> have it. To have a tag match, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> and then it's your main event. So you're going to go champion versus champion, or have you got another thing in mind? Um, yeah, I I do have um, I do have a good main event. Um, Matt Fox versus Dan Evans. Um, yes. um, to, to be fair, um, Dan Evans and Matt Fox being two of two of the nicest guys that I in professional wrestling. Yes. Um, Matt Fox was. Um, Matt Fox being the one that invited me down to RWA. Um, I've trained with Matt Fox. Um, I've worked with Matt Fox. And he's just an all-round great guy. Um, everything that he's worked for in um, in professional wrestling and in life. Um, he's got a wife. He's got a kid. Um, everything that he has, he's deserved. He, he works. He does, he does nothing but just work hard. He's one of the hardest working lads I know. Yeah, it's and, a lovely lad to interviewed him. Late to the end, I think. Yes, and um, obviously Dan Evans being another um, another one. I'd can I consider I consider Dan a mentor. Yeah. Being um being the um being the guy that took my first ever session, um, and he's um he's always open to um to give me feedback on anything, whether it's how I promote myself on social media, whether it's um how I carry myself in a match, um. Any improvements that I could work on my in ring and promos as well. I'm talking so, um, mm. but in but the reason why I'd have this match as the main event, one being champion versus champion, but at the same time, um, I like obviously Matt Fox being I I would say one of the most underrated yes wrestlers in Britain, but at the same time one of the best technical wrestlers in Britain definitely. Um, and Dan Evans is a great technical wrestler himself. Um, I've been in, I've been in the ring with Dan Evans. I've worked with him. I've trained with him, and um, he's a great technical wrestler as well. And I believe that these two would have an absolute brilliant technical match. And obviously, we know Dan Evans and Matt Fox for doing the more high risk stuff as well and the more cool shit. Yeah. So. Um, so honestly, um, I think that'd be a brilliant main event to have on a show. Do you have it as a unification match or just the dragon race? Um, probably not. Probably not. But um, actually, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Let's go for it. Let's make it more interesting. Yeah, unification match definitely. <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh, I'd love to go watch that card. It's kind of making you want it to happen, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, this is where I'd usually ask where can people see in the near future but um, are you doing anything to keep yourself entertained your fans entertained on social media or anything or? Um, to be honest um, I haven't really been on social media for a while because um, I feel like in obviously with, with that obviously keeping the fans entertained and that mm-hmm. but um, at the same time it's important to keep yourself relevant in the business. Yes. 
but um, I feel like I've um, I've decided to like take a break off um, all the social medias and stuff and um, focus on focus on more important things like um, obviously during lockdown and stuff and um, family is quite important making sure that I am um, like keep in touch with family whether it's um, just talking to each other um, from the phone or um, or going to see each other and um, keeping obviously the two meters apart for social distancing. Yeah. And also, um, it's very important to stay active as well in these times. Um, I've been, I've, I have been lazy at some points. I have to admit, but um, I am, I'm focused now to get active and get back into the shape that I need to be. And um, so when I go back to professional wrestling whenever that is i'll be i'll be red, more ready than i would have ever been and um as well just um yeah that's that's pretty important but at the same time um just um just like playing wrestling games as well like um the older wrestling game like um obviously i wasn't i wasn't at that point where i'd be i'd be playing wwf smackdown or wcw mayhem or something like that yeah but um like even if it's um, like you know SmackDown versus Raw, um, Legend to WrestleMania, WWE 13, but just like you know yeah. having throwbacks and that as a kid, just you know playing these games. Yeah, but, my, um, my my four year olds. Miss, again. My my four year olds missing Wrestle Island so much that we've created his own Wrestle Island on WWE team. So oh, brilliant! So That's sweet. So you know, That's you're, brilliant. You're going to universe mode and you just. Watches the match. <laughs> yes, that's that's sweet, man. Um, but um, but yeah, I um, I haven't been on social media much. Um, I haven't posted on Facebook in a while. But um, I feel like um, I feel like Facebook. I can get away with it because um, the the last post that I posted on Facebook was Billy Matthews. Yeah, was when um, when Chase Alexander cashed in. Yeah. And I was like, I oh, you probably won't hear from me in a while. So I think that's um, I think that's kind of helped me out a little bit <laughs> because the back the but the backstory could have been like, oh, I'm taking a break off everything to get myself sorted out and stuff. Yeah. As as the character, so um, but I'll probably most likely post about, well, I will be posting about um, obviously um, sitting down with you today, Chris, and um, talking about stuff. And um, but yes, um, I th- I think um, now it's coming to the point where um, lockdown is obviously it's still going, but it's getting to the point now where um, it's it's mo- it's getting more likely that it's going to end sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, I'll probably post more on social media. Um, I'm missing Twitter. I have to admit. Yeah. <laughs> I am missing Twitter. Um, I absolutely love Twitter. Um, I was. It, it's quite funny because um, Matt Fox, my mates, um, my mate Mike, my mate Zach, um, well Joey, um, they they all said, "Doug, Doug, you should get a Twitter, mate." And I'm like, "No, I don't want to get Twitter. <laughs> I think it's boring." I, I was like, oh, I, "I just don't. I just don't fancy it. It just looks boring." And then I was like, "Right, you know what? I'm gonna get a Twitter and see how it is." Yeah. After ten minutes of being on Twitter, I, I was like, "Right, okay, um, this is brilliant." Yeah. <laughs> and one of one of one of my favourite things about Twitter um, is when, well, when there's a WWE pay per view on, um, all the lads get we all get together, whether it's um, whether it's obviously out of lockdown, having drinks, watching it, or 
in lockdown on FaceTime or something on, on a group call. Um, we always we always have a group call. It's always me, Joey, Marcus, a lad called Ryan Riot. Ryan Riot, yes. someone to look out for. He's um, he's honestly he's he's got a lot of potential. Obviously, Alpha Kid, um, referee Stu Tomkin, um, my mate Mike Cashmore, um, who's well, Mike. Um, Mike's brilliant because he creates loads of memes for yes. me. Um, he's like, um, and he's been he's been included on like what culture's news is and stuff um, a couple of times. Yeah. Honestly, he's one of Mike. Mike's one of the biggest wrestling fans ever. Honestly, he's brilliant. But um, we all get together and we all watch. Um, we all watch it, and then after every match, um, I like to go on Twitter. Yeah, and I go on the hashtags, obviously. And some of the stuff that fans put on Twitter is just <laughs> hilarious. absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Obviously, honestly, mate, um, wrestling fans and the wrestling community is something absolutely bloody special, mate. It's um, some of them can be absolutely hilarious, mate. Yeah. Mike, Mike being one of them, Mike can come up with some absolutely, absolute banging like you know tweets and stuff. Just honestly, it's just laughter, man. Yeah. Twitter, <laughs> it just makes me laugh. It's brilliant. Yeah, we've been, um, I got I got onto my dad since 2007 saying you'd love Facebook. Just get onto Facebook, and he's finally did it this year after 13 yeah. years of saying you'll love posting yeah, every to be day. Fair, he's, he's I, I, only have, songs I only have you. Um, I only have used social media now really to keep in touch with friends and promote myself. Yeah, but um, I the only two the only two things that I use now to like you know just for everyday life um is obviously twitter and facebook because um i just love finding funny stuff on there it just makes my day mate yeah definitely <laughs> and where can people find you on Facebook, um, social media so um my instagram my instagram and twitter is um is dougie underscore mpw all in lowercase but um the p EW are in capitals. Um, if you just type in Dougie, it should come up. Yes. Um, my Facebook is just at Dougie Matthews. Um, so yeah, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, that's that's all of them really. Um, I do have a YouTube channel, but I don't <laughs> upload. Um, yeah, I might know. start doing soon. That's that's Dougie Matthews as well. So um, yeah, but yeah that's, that's all my social media. The last couple of interviews they've to promote TikTok. You don't have them yet. <laughs> oh no, um, that's that's one thing that I do not. Um, I refuse to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's just it's just not my thing. No. Um, to be fair though, um, w- w- one recently um, that I've seen, um, it's been all over Twitter as well and Facebook. It's like it's one of those um, videos where one person like sell, sells a strike, yes, and then that, passes yeah. a strike onto somebody else. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Dylan, so Dylan Roberts was like, right, okay, um, let's let's get let, let's get all the Britannia lads together and let's do one. So I was like, right, okay, um, all right, let's do it. So. Um, well, this this idea originally was pitched to me by Jack Griffiths um, yeah. about um, selling the shop and falling into a swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, and um, that's what I've done. Um, I've obviously I couldn't go to a swimming pool. Um, I have a hot tub at home, thankfully. So um, I I sold a strike and I I, um, I did the back. I just literally just flopped in there. <laughs> honestly, I I. 
sacrificed a good pair of trackies for that day. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, it's that that was good fun to do. Um, but that's the only one really. TikTok's never really been my thing, and I no. don't think it ever will be. No, my girlfriend's mentioned it a couple. Of, I just don't get it. Same with Snapchat. You get trying to get me to get Snapchat, and I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I only use Snapchat to um to stay in touch with friends. Mm. Um, I, I I rarely post on my story to Snapchat because I don't think people really care what's going on in my life. So um, <laughs> you know, it's it's one of them, isn't it? It'll it'll most likely be something about wrestling, and none of my friends like wrestling, no. so I just don't post. <laughs> Well, I'll put all the links to your social media in the description below the interview, so I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to on again in the future yeah, when things great. get back to normal. I've really enjoyed it.